0: Hey, this is Dag, and you're listening to Beyond Trek Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Beyond Track Podcast. I'm your host, Dag. In the room with me, I've got Suzanne and special guest, Miranda. Thank you so much for joining us, Miranda. It's so wonderful to have you on board. I love having guests from Twitter. It's just so much more personal and... And just like, you get to meet new people and that's my jam, um, for the audience, uh, came across Miranda on Twitter talking about, um, her cosplay aspirations and specifically as the Bollywood Bev, a Beverly Crusher interpretive cosplay. And we super love that. Um, and we'll get into that, but, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into Star Trek.
1: Um, yeah. Well, first of all, thank you both so much for having me on the podcast. It's really exciting um, and I'm really, really grateful to be here and that you um, appreciate what I do and, and wanted to talk to me more. So, so I'm very grateful. Um, and I, I actually got into Star Trek um, just under a decade ago, 2013. Um, a friend of mine was just like, "Hey, have you ever watched Star Trek?" And I was like, "No." And and she was like, "Do you want to watch it?" And we and we figured out, okay, well, well we'll start with Next Gen, and I I fell in love with it, and it was just so hopeful and inspiring, and um, it was a really difficult time in my early twenties, you know, um, just straight out of college and all of that, and it just gave me so much hope for the future, and and really brought me out of like you know a difficult situation and um i really credit star trek and you know um, next gen particularly for for really uplifting me and, and teaching me how to boldly go and to you know to be my own captain and and i've just really taken those lessons i've learned in the last decade and 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 made a lot of amazing things happen um, and I learned a lot of that from Beverly Crusher, which is why I, I started my cosplay for her, too. It's an homage to her, it's a thank you to her. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, 2013 to now, so, so it's, been, it's been, you know, I, I feel like maybe I'm a newbie, you know, a newer fan. And I haven't seen all the tracks, um, but I am slowly working my way through them. Um, and it's really exciting because I constantly have new episodes, you know? there's so much for me to, to learn about and watch for the first time, which is always a really special experience. And I, I just, um, yeah, I've seen a bit of DS9, I've seen some of the original series. Um, I just started Strange New Worlds and I absolutely loved it. Um, I've seen Discovery as well. So, you know, I, I've I've, um, I've been working my way through all the tracks and it's really exciting. Attended a few cons in the last couple of years. Um, where I did my costumes and and got to meet so many amazing, you know, so so many of the stars who were amazing, um, including the late great Michelle Nichols, um, who we all miss. Just want to shout, check her out. Um, and you know, as a woman of color, like seeing her was really important, um, and um, it was really special to meet her. So yeah, I've had so many wonderful experiences since immersing myself into the world of Trek. Um, and yeah my my love for um dr pressure keeps bringing me back whenever life gets too busy and i don't get to watch episodes you know it was um actually the announcement that she was coming back in Picard that i would just went ballistic i was like oh my goodness this is my dream come true and um I, I i'm just like well let me dive back in before picard happens season three and i have i have to catch up on picard before that happens so you know it, it's it's Dr. Crusher, who is like the core of my Trek world, <laughs> and 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 who has like really inspired me and um has really brought me back into Trek after you know I went to get my master's degree, I, I started a career as a therapist, you know, um and and really um really taking the lessons I learned from from Dr. Crusher to be a good human, to be a good person, um I I, I found a career that I, I I feel like I could emulate those values that. You Know, I felt like I had in common with her and I could like live up to, um, and, and pursue like new things, holy go, you know. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I got into Trek, and, and now I am de- delving back in after a while away because you know, pandemic life and all of that. But I, I feel like it's been really special that the first time I decided to step back in tweet something about, you know, my Trek experience. And this is what resulted from it. Like I got invited to a podcast, like how cool is that? You know, like what a wonderful way to come back into Trek. <laughs> so again, thank you both so much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, of course. I think it's, I mean, we're, we're honored to have you on the show. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I, I love what you do. Um, and I mean, I've probably told the story about 17,000 times. So bag feel free to ro- roll your eyes at me, but, uh, Beverly Crusher was my first imaginary friend when I was like four, Um, because I started watching TNG when I was a little baby. So um, I've been into Trek a long time, but yeah, I also got into it uh, in in my early twenties. I got back into it right around when the pandemic hit. So I I definitely, uh, Beverly Crusher is definitely like one of my favorite characters of all time. And I love, I absolutely love your cosplays. Um, I actually want to talk a little bit more about specifically um, like your con experience. Um, Mm -hmm. and like what your favorite parts have been about your cosplay and also maybe if you've had any challenges or any uncomfortable questions or anything like that or just like what's Mm -hmm. your kind of, what's your favorite thing and what maybe not so great?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I I started the cosplay in November of 2015, I think. There was um, a a smaller con in Rhode Island happening and um, Jacob McFadden was gonna be there and I just had this idea like, you know, what if, like, Gates were, like, in this, like, dressed up in Indian wear and was, like, you know, the, the colors of her uniform? And I was like, how can I get her to do that? And then I was like, no, I'm gonna do it, you know? I'm just gonna do it. And then I, I figured out, um, I'm gonna be Bollywood Beth and I figured out, like, I looked for, like, pieces for the costume, matched them with the uniform colors and I debuted it at this smaller Rhode Island con, um, where she was there. Um, I think it was just her and Um, Terry Farrell and like uh, one other you know it wasn't a lot of Trek stars it was really small and intimate and I felt like it was the right like way for me to debut not like at one of those bigger Trek conventions like Vegas you know um and and she loved it and I was that's that's you know that was just so validating I, I did that as an homage to her and also because one of the things I learned from her was that it was okay to be me, and to love myself, and to love my culture, and embrace it. And I did not have to be anybody else. I did not have to fit into any other standards. I didn't have to be a white person to feel like I belonged. I could just be me. And she made me feel so comfortable in my skin. And I wanted to celebrate that as an homage to her character and to her as an artist who brought this character to life. And that's how Bollywood Bev was born. She loved it, and and then um, a year later, I upgraded it, added a little bit more, you know, decorative, like, you know, um, embellishments to the costume. And I think I I worn that costume um, maybe at three or four cons. I did it um, in... Uh, Star Trek missions in New York one year and also at Vegas in 2017 which was the last con I went to and it has been really well received I've never actually gotten any negative comments and and, and, and I think it was it was probably different that people were just kind of stunned and, and excited which is really wonderful to me because to put you know to put myself out there I'm an introvert to put myself out there I mean I know I was gonna get lugged so I knew, like, okay, people are going to stare, and they're going to ask questions and all of that, and I got to just rock it, you know? I got to be bold. I got to be brave, confident. And, and I just got to wear myself with pride. And, and so many people um, just just responded really well to it. And I think it was Star Trek Missions. I entered the costume contest, <laughs> and I got to, like, walk across the stage. That picture I shared on Twitter was was captured by the Star Trek people who captured so- it on Twitter. On- in a really great picture um, of me on stage debuting it in the costume contest. And Terry Farrell was a guest judge on it, and it was so cool. And um, it was such an exciting moment. I just felt so free and so bold and, um, you know, powerful. Um, And and because, you know, just learning those lessons from Dr. Crusher to just be me, you know? I didn't have to hide from the world. I could just, like, show up and say, this is me. Um, And this is my version of, like, me being part of the Star Trek world. and and. Carrie Farrell afterwards said that she 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 wanted me to win, but it wasn't, I did not make the costume. I assembled pieces that I bought and they chose others to win who actually made their costumes. And I totally get that. So much work goes into that, but I mean, it It, it was just so well received. And um, I even had one person tell me that um, my costume reminded them of the character um, from the x fans um, Christine, I think of Australia, um, and and I I think that character wears starrys in the Expanse. I have not watched that show, but I've I've seen like little clips of it, and and that was really really um, really nice to hear as well. You know, it went beyond Trek. It went it went um, it went into other franchises and universes where where characters were just in their cultural wear and just being who they were, and and I just felt like really. Um, it was really wonderful to hear that um, and to be so well received. So I, I have not had any sort of, like, I think I think if there were any sort of, sort of tough, like, comments or questions, it was, oh, I don't get it. Or, like, what is this supposed to be, you know? But most people got it, you know? And and once I would explain it to them, you know, it was like, oh, this is cool, you know? Like, I think, I think it was, like, a new concept. And to this day, I don't think I've seen anybody else do something like that in Trek. And, and I, I would love for other... People to embrace their their culture in 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 their own iterations of the uniforms, you know. Um, and I've done um, in addition to the main one, I've done the science blue uniform. I've done um, Dr. Crusher's dress uniform, which I I, I love the dress uniform. Um, Dad, I just <laughs> I just think it's so cool. The dress which, uniform is awesome.
0: Which dress uniform is it? The the white one.
1: The white, white one. the white one, yeah yeah exactly i i I, I did one for that um i did dr crushers um captain picard uniform for the last last finale episode i love the i love when she's the captain and i did her um her blue lab coat uniform and that was you know so I'm, i'm my goal is to like replicate most of her outfits in my own iterations of them um, and I'm thinking, you know, since I'm since I'm getting back into Trek, I'm thinking like, okay, what, which one can I do next? How can I upgrade the ones that I that I've already done? And you know, it was really DIY. I I had like a scrunchie holding up like my little shawl in the very first one I did. Like it was, pretty matched and everything. Like yeah, so, so it's been really really exciting and I think really well received and um, a lot of younger Trek fans as well. Um, I think they they reached out to me saying like they were so inspired and they wanted to do their own, and and I hope they follow through with that. That would be really, really awesome. Um, And I think if that's what I, um, that's my contribution to the Trek world, to get others to to feel proud of themselves and in their skin and in their culture and and showcase it um, and and live up to the values um, of Star Trek, you know, infinite diversity and infinite combinations and just say, like, we're part of this too. I I think, like, I've done done something really wonderful. So I'm I'm just really grateful that it was so well done.
0: I think that is so awesome. I I love your enthusiasm and your excitement. I love that, you know, you are inspiring others to stand up and represent themselves authentically as well inside of Star Trek. Um, I I, I do this sign-off on Twitter every now and then. It's like, elevate each other. And I just think mm-hmm. that the Star Trek fandom is like the perfect place to do that. And you doing that is just like made manifest. It's so cool. Um, and okay. I, hope, I hope that takes you all the places.
1: Thank you so much. I, I feel like ever since I um, started Bollywood Bev all those years ago, um it has just been like a gift that keeps on giving like it just wasn't that one time thing like like every time i share something about it even if years have passed like something wonderful comes of it um like like just being here with both of you today like i could not have foreseen that coming because i i think what i shared in my tweet was would anyone be interested in like a beverly crusher centered podcast with me talking about you know um um her journey through through next gen from from my perspective you know as an as an Indian woman, and which I don't think has been done yet, and and I was just I was really nervous to make that tweet, and just and just think like this is the outcome. This is you know like I can't imagine like you know let me follow through with this, and and I was really inspired, um, and I and 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 just I was just stunned that you invited me on. I was like oh this is like this is so wonderful, like and such a such a good sign I think for me that this is like my 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 Bollywood Bev and just Trek in general is the gift that keeps on giving like no matter how many years or, or time you may take away from it you come back to it and it is just always so fulfilling and wonderful to be part of yeah that's
2: awesome I mean I you know my favorite thing when I was um at Mission Chicago uh recently I was I dressed up as like the 40s seven of nine um, from one episode in Voyager. And um, my favorite, favorite part of it was getting um, younger fans, like really young fans, like kids um, coming up to me and recognizing my cosplay and taking pictures. And it was super cool. Mm-hmm. And I wish I had gotten like their moms, like I wish I had asked their mom, like, can you send it to me? You know, cause I don't have uh-huh. any of them. But do you have any favorite like interactions specifically, whether it be actors or younger fans, do you have any favorite interactions that you've
1: had? Um... I definitely remember a a, a a lot of people ask me for pictures, and it can get really overwhelming. I can I, I can't I can't even imagine what the actual like stars of <laughs> Star Trek go through, you know oh, yeah. because it's 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 wonderful, but it's overwhelming to to you know just receive like a lot of people um who are just so interested in getting you know a pic with you or just talking with you, um and especially as an introvert, it's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like like here I am just doing my thing and then like, you know, Just it 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 expanded in a way uh, that I couldn't have foreseen. Um, But I think my favorite interaction, um, I think was, I think when I debuted it to Gates at that very first time. And the first words out of her mouth, and I had already met her at cons like one or two times previously. So it was, you know, she she remembered me, and that was really nice. Um, I think the words out of her mouth was, "You look hot, baby." (laughs) So (laughs) So, true. That sounds just like her.
2: Oh my I'm, god.
1: I'm, I'm, you know like like those words have been steered into my mind. Like that was the first reaction from her. I'm like, "Yeah, that this is it." And then um we took a picture. Um I think maybe at a different con when I had done the costume again. And uh maybe I'll share it, I'll share it with you guys, but I, there I was in the picture with her just smiling away and she was in the back. I had no idea what she was doing. She was doing like an Indian pose, like you know, and she's like that in the picture. <laughs> I had no idea she did that until I got the picture. Like, oh, you know, I, I was just smiling, happy to be with her, and there she was, just like. <laughs> you you got that bomb. So, yeah, yeah, and I think I think those are special because I, you know, I created the costume for her in mind. I was gonna buy her like fabric and everything. Like, Gates, wear this. <laughs> and and then when I decided like, okay, I'm gonna be the one to do it, so I. Um, just to see her reaction and her her embracing it and and just the joy it brought her in return for the joy and confidence and, and bravery and courage she gave to me was just this wonderful like moment between us
0: you know it's it's been you know passed around on Twitter like Gates is the matriarch of Star Trek now Yeah, like Mm -hmm. she is the most inclusive the most accepting she wants to celebrate everybody's diversity i i don't think i don't think gates could say a bad thing about anybody and
1: no yeah
0: I, i just i love that she is such a force for positivity from what i what i would consider to be the top down in star trek like we look up to, mm-hmm. to them. And so many of the actors have definitely embraced an understanding that we do look up to them and they're more than just, you know, your run-of-the-mill person or actor. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. they're and, and I guess in our own ways, we're all sort of inspiring of others, but to have millions of people look up to you and say, I wanna be like that someday, but I wanna mm-hmm. do it my way. And they get it, mm-hmm. and, and they're just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Just rock it, just run mm-hmm. with it. And I'm so grateful for that. And mm-hmm. um, I just, that's a beautiful fandom. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Yo, don't
2: cry, Dad. <laughs> no <laughs> cry. There's no crying in podcasting. No, um, there's, there's
0: always room for crying. That's all, true. There's
2: always room for when it comes to Trek. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm, oh, I'm gosh. a
1: therapist. Oh, gosh. I'm a therapist. Crying is always welcome. What uh, <laughs>
0: what's your what's your uh, therapy specialty?
1: um so i currently work with um kids of all ages up to age 18 and you know just helping them through any type of mental health struggle whether that is like you know depression anxiety ptsd just the run-of-the-mill um and I'm, I'm fairly new i got my degree in 2020 i'm a pandemic grad um and i've been at this current therapy um position since last december so i am still learning the ropes but um, every time I step into my office, I'm like, you know, I, I got here because of what I learned from Star Trek. And, and I do get a lot of um, messages from younger kids, like, oh, you know, I wanna be like you when I grow up. And, and I just, I could not imagine being somebody that people said that to, knowing that's how I feel about, you know, our our Star Trek uh, idols, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I'm working on, on, you know, deepening my understanding of mental health in my practice and um, uh, learning diagnoses and all of that. But my, what I want to specialize is in intergenerational trauma. Um, I think, you know, we carry so much from the generations before us and it impacts so much of our daily life. So I, I think that is what I would hope to specialize in. And especially for um, communities of color that carry historical trauma from, you know, all the all the difficult things we've we've um our ancestors have experienced you know i'm i am a descendant of indian indenture um and that is often overlooked in the history books um it, and and my ancestors were replacements um, on plantations for slaves when emancipation happened but my people don't get a mention you know and i feel like i became a therapist to to you know do the work for my community to, for my diaspora to to help support us in our mental health needs and to destigmatize and normalize mental health care and um you know just to let people know like we are here we were part of history even if we are not acknowledged you know and that is that is also part of um you know something that you know, like everything that I do is all tied back to what I learned just from Star Trek like like advocating for yourself and speaking up and not being afraid and and Dr Crusher challenging you know the laws and the prime directive and saying like I don't care if like this is what you know the regulations are this is wrong and and I I learned to have a voice from seeing her you know as somebody who is very quiet normally like speaking up about social justice and change and 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 doing the right thing and, and striving for progressive ideals like this is all things that I learned from Star Trek and in my position as a therapist and a social worker Um, whose goal is to seek justice and and equity and 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 improving our quality of life so that we can all thrive um not just survive so that we can thrive um these are things that star trek and dr crusher instilled in me and and i really try to every time i go to my office i try to live up to that like what would dr crusher want me to do today and and you were talking about gates being the matriarch and how kind she is and how wonderful it's so true and and every time I have this, you know, these moments where I struggle with, you know, um, with, with, you know, personal interactions and, and, you know, we all have these feelings of like, um, you know, but when we're hurt, we want to lash out like it's, it's a human instinct. And I'm like, wait, but, you know, I want to be someone like Gates where I pause and I reflect and I see the value in this other person and not react on my emotions and really try to see where they're coming from. And 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 you know, just not just Dr. Pressure the case as a person like has really just been such a positive role model for me that I'm like, I wanna be on that level. I wanna be so wonderful to people that I'm not holding all these negative emotions. I wanna be someone who is past that, beyond that. Because we live in a world where there was so much Happening to all of us. We are all traumatized and exhausted from this pandemic. The least we can do is be kind and and wonderful and open and embrace one another. We don't have the time to be to be spreading cruelty or unkindness or bigotry. There's so much of it going on that I don't want to be a part of that. I want to create that shift where kindness and acceptance and tolerance is the norm and is the default. And this all goes back to you know star trek and dr crusher and gates I, i'm constantly looking for them you know for the for for the ways that they continue to inspire me You know, it, it is it is an ever-present force in my life and you know while i have not watched episodes you know until really recently because um, life got in the way those ideals and those values are constantly present in my mind you know and and i think that is just the lasting influence of star trek and and the vision that gene roddenberry had and and it is just such a powerful thing i never think like oh it's just a tv show it's just a franchise it's more than that it is it is art and uh, i'm also an artist clearly bollywood Bev is part of my art i'm a performance artist and sure. i really think you know art heals art is what saves us when we are at our lowest um star trek certainly saved me at my lowest and, and art is what really lifts our spirit to keep going and do what we have to do in this world. That's you know, and it's merging like the artistic with, you know, the practical in our world and finding that beautiful balance where we can just be our best selves and like live live good lives and be there for each other. So, you know I wanna
0: to touch on what you were saying earlier about like practicing the level of, of patience and tolerance and not mm-hmm. not reacting to a situation, mm-hmm. but, but taking into account what's happening and responding mm-hmm. to the situation, mm-hmm. and I, um, you know, as somebody who, I've mentioned this on the show a couple of times, as somebody who grew up kind of toxic and didn't really, like, figure it out until I was in my mid-30s, like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: anybody who's listening to the show, and especially the work that you do with the kids, like, figure it out sooner get those get that ability to say wait what's happening in this moment and and don't just succumb to the immediate reaction to lash out in the moment um Mm -hmm. and, and practice that as often as possible and it's it is sort of the case that like you don't get the opportunity to practice that until you're in the moment where you need to practice it um but knowing that there is another option than just reacting basically perhaps the way that we see the people around us reacting and that's our you know our model for how we react to situations um practicing early and and often that's going to get us where where like the goal that you stated there if if kids know there's another option and they practice these skills in their teens and their 20s they don't end up in their mid-30s have 15 20 years of you know undoing in themselves Mm -hmm. but also 15 to 20 years of some harm that was done Mm -hmm. and uh that'll
2: get us to that idic future yeah Um, you know i i am guilty of it i'm you know i have a twitter with a few followers here and there and i you know we i I get into get into drama occasionally i've I've started to to kind of back away from it and 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 support the people that that i love and 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 try and you know be there for them as i can but i don't want to be a part of the dog pile anymore. I don't want to be a part of that energy anymore because it's draining, it really is. At mm-hmm. some point, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's incredibly draining. And so usually, you know, if, if, if something's wrong and if something is clearly like, this person is being homophobic to one of my friends, I don't like that. Um, I'm gonna speak out about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 it's a learning curve, especially, you know, as someone who grew up on social media, to learn to just relax, take a second, look at it, figure it out, then speak. Um, and, and it's taken a lot for that, but, you know, and I and I, I, I want to touch on, you know, what you said about just like Gates being so kind and it just being such a, you know, it really is like Trek brought me out of my shell uh, mm-hmm. in a huge way because, you know, my, my, um, I guess my first, not my first Trek, but the one that I started watching when I was in my early 20s was Voyager and Catherine Janeway. It's, it's been a consistent, like, what would Catherine Janeway do? thing for mm-hmm. the last like two three years you know because it, it does it matters to people and I spend so much time telling Star Trek fans like y'all it's a television show because sometimes we get caught up in you know like oh this is canon and no tubics and like all of that mm-hmm. stuff And it's, y'all it's, it's a television show that happened 20 years ago we can like it and we can internalize it and we can make it like if we want to make ourselves better people and I love that I love stories like that um because Trek does mean it is more of an a television show to so many people and it is um Mm -hmm. it's it's you know especially those who may not feel that they're represented can find themselves represented or can represent themselves um and I love that and that's one of the privileges that I have to you know invite people like you onto the podcast because I love I love that I love that you're able to speak to Gates about you know your culture why you do it and that she stands there like this in the back of the photo I love that and I love that you, um, and I, I, really do. I really hope that that influences younger, younger generations to to follow your lead with that because I love that. Um, and I was going to ask, have you noticed? I mean, has it? Have any? Have you noticed that influence? I mean, have you noticed people saying like, "Wow, I want to be like that. I want to do that." And and have you ever seen your influence at all in cons later?
1: Um, I mean, I haven't been to a cons since 2017, so I, I, really, I really couldn't say. Um, but what I what I do know I think I think where I've seen the influence the most is um I think I had shared that same picture that I shared on Twitter on Tumblr a few years ago. Um, back when I was on Tumblr, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> and, the yeah. and and it just it I I think it, it was it, there were so many young people that were just like, Oh my goodness, like I can do this too with someone who is a person of color, like I can belong and I don't have to like you know hide myself and i think that i think that is what really stayed with me that that sort of influence and somebody was like oh my gosh i'm gonna like figure out how to do my own cultural costume and i have been waiting to see that person's like you know i'm like where is it like i I really hope like they they find it in them to like you know to, to manifest that and make it a reality um and and i think i think that's where i've seen the influence the most not necessarily um uh with people who I've I've encountered, you know, because we all go our own ways. But I think, you know, in online communities, um, just seeing that that sort of response and and people were just like, oh, this is possible. And I think being able to give the idea that like, yes, it is possible and and open up people's world a little bit more in the way that my world has been opened up. I think that's been really, really special. And I think like you were saying. uh, working with the um, the young people, I-, I love working with kids and teens because, like exactly what you were saying, when you when you influence them from a young age, we can circumvent so much harm and so much negativity that they might otherwise have gone through and those, especially in those turbulent teen years and early twenties. If we if we like instill in them the the values that will lead them to a to a good and a better life. Um, and, and teach them about self-love and instill that from the very beginning, like who can, like like there's so much potential, you know? Th- they're gonna be a generation that is way better off than I think we were, you know? I, I, I my, my younger years were really tough and I think that is why I, I loved Star Trek so much because it really shifted something for me, you know? College was awful, like I did not enjoy college, you know? and and high school was rough you know all those years my early 20s figuring out like who i am what i want to do um and not fitting in with people always feeling like a weirdo you know um and then star trek said hey it's okay to be you like it's fine and and you just you just like go out into the world and do what you feel called to do and that is okay and that is all you ever need to do in this world and i learned that at like age 24 and i wish i had learned that sooner and so i think like what i try to do in my work is instill instill the things that i have learned um in the last decade in these kids who are like five and six and and you know coming up in in their youth and and if they really like take hold of that lesson from really young like i i feel like we will leave the younger generations in a much better place than than we than we were and, and how we grew up in and and you know, um, that is really my hope. That's that's why I do what I do. I I love working with younger kids and young people. Um, I feel like that's where it starts, you know? Um, And not to say like when we're older, we can't change. Of course we can change. We all have the potential to change, you know? And it's just about like um, undoing and unlearning and just committing to being better than we were before. And we are None of us are perfect. We all have our moments where we were we were unkind and we were cruel and we were just not the best versions of ourselves. And, and just like, you know, apologizing to whomever we've harmed and, and just trying to do better and committing to that by not just saying that we're going to do better, by, but by acting on that and, and, and putting our best foot forward. And through our actions, like making that commitment and just trying our best, um, we all have the potential to be better in this lifetime. And, um, yeah, and I think, um, Suzanne, what you were saying also about, you know, us getting into, like, I've, I've gotten into so many, like, Twitter drama as well, you know, um, just, just because there are sometimes you cannot be quiet, right? But then there's sometimes where it's okay to walk away for your own sanity, and I had to learn to walk away, you know, just because it was draining. I'm like, I don't have time to be sitting on Twitter arguing. So people who are clearly like some people are going to get it and some people are just set in their ways and that is their journey to figure out we can only we can only do so much you know we're, we're and we're not responsible for other people's journeys. we can only like share share our inner wisdom that we all have and hope that it resonates and what gives me hope is that i always feel like if i impact influence or touch one person's life i have fulfilled my purpose on earth because that one person can go on to impact another person. And it's like a domino effect. And one person's life is so full of value. They are important, they matter, and they they, they are, you know, a, a gift to this world that that one person, you have changed a whole world, a whole person's life, that is enough. I'm just happy if I reach one person, to be honest. So that's why it's been overwhelming that that what i have done has been well received because i i never intended i was just doing this little project for myself you know i think of it like as, as a as a project i started not this like oh i'm gonna be i i never i try not to have an ego like it's not about me in the end it's never you know like while i while it started as an um an homage to my culture and gates it was bigger than me and it and it blew into something bigger than me and i'm just grateful to be a part of it all you know to have to have some kind of like stamp in the star trek universe like that's just that's just wonderful, and I'm just grateful that um, that I that I was able to do that at all, you know. And and like I was saying, just one person that is enough for me, um, because that person is going to go on to change their own universe, you know, their own circle, and That's and awesome. it's going to domino effect and go on from there.
2: Yeah, no, and I um I wanted to touch about um touch on kind of what you said um about just like I for me like Star Trek is very found family. And I feel like you know we've, we've all been we've all been through so much in the pandemic, and for me, I got back into Trek through the pandemic, and so it was it was yeah. really it was really hard time. And you know, my found family has been people, you know, on Twitter, people like you, people that I have met in the Twitterverse that have become <laughs> part of the found family for me. I mean, it really it's true. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, you. I had a really hard time, you know, because I I still live at home. And so living at home through the pandemic was rough. And, you know, it's, and I'm uh, taking a semester off of school and things like that. And and so, you know, through going to conventions and through meeting Mm -hmm. so many like minded people, especially through Trek, I mean, I've learned, I've learned to better myself as a person. I've learned, Mm -hmm. you know, I've, but I've hurt people. I've apologized. I've learned from it. I've come back. I've, you know, you, you, you have this. like a narrative back and forth and it's just it's you meet Mm -hmm. so many amazing people and I think that's that's what's so amazing about it to me especially at conventions I just I find Mm -hmm. that 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 you know all of the online stuff just makes sense it all comes together Mm -hmm. in one big thing and and you meet so many people and you and you meet you know actors and and you get to tell them you know for example I met Michelle Hurd um Mm -hmm. and in Chicago and basically told her thank you thank you thank you for for being willing to represent me someone like me you know who loves women and is not ashamed of it and you know mm-hmm. she was super sweet about it and she wanted everybody to be you know i want everyone to fe- find themselves in rafi i want everyone to be comfortable mm-hmm. with that and i want you know and that was just ama- I mean, it's amazing it's amazing what that one little domino can do yeah. you know it, it's real. it's true I, I mean i think the whole of the trek fandom is one big domino effect of people mm-hmm. affecting other people's lives um and i think that's i think that's really i think it's really amazing what you do i really do
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, and um, I I remember I, I, as you were speaking, I had this memory talking about like you know queerness and, and just embracing that. Um, I think it was the Star Trek convention um, in 2017 when I went. There was um there was a gays in space party, and I was like, okay, I'll go. Right, and and the now visitor was there, and and I just remember we were just dancing to Lady Gaga's Born This Way together, and it was just you know and and. And like, just to have that moment in in a Trek space, you know, with with Nana, like, like this is what Trek is about, and 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 just like embracing people having fun together, like, what you know, like this is what it is about, and and uh, I'm really glad you had that that moment to thank um, Michelle Hurd because when I when I went to my first Star Trek convention, I think it was New York Comic Con in 2014, where I met um, Gates and uh, Marina Sirtis, um, and I I just. I, I was so shy and so introverted, I was kind of trying to hide behind all the other people in front of me. Like I like I did not want to be seen and now I'm like somebody who is like seen in, in Bollywood Bev and, and that is that is the that is the impact of Star Trek that I can go from that person in her shell, like please don't look at me, please don't look at me and they were looking at me, you know. <laughs> and, and and all I wanted to do at that at that um my first convention was just to say thank you it was just a it was just a way for me to say thank you and i never expected to like meet them multiple times and the fact that it's it it has been multiple times and and i have a really wonderful relationship with with gates and 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 um she remembers me and values me and and it's just been so special and and i think it's um every every of the every member of the star trek cast from regardless of which show they are they're all spectacular people and i think they were called to those roles you know i don't believe in coincidences like they were the ones who needed to fill those roles and 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 reach the people that that needed to be reached and um you know i i think it's just such a beautiful thing um and i and i just love stories like that and it's all about like just wanting to say thank you, and then just going out into the world and, and doing what you can to reach another person, you know, um, and I think that's the beauty of it.
0: I I love what has happened in this episode so much. Same, um, I love it. Uh, you know, we we had we had a list of questions. I, I think we directly asked two or three of them, and you went <laughs> through all the rest of them, which was amazing um but this this turned into so much more than just let's talk to this person and do an interview and it turned into this great like circle sphere of positivity just go awesome everybody who's listening to this i hope that like you're idling in your car before work and just being like yes give me more <laughs> <laughs> it's like the the care this bear awesome. stare of itic. <clears throat> for sure oh mm-hmm. man um miranda what uh um, what, other, what are some other causes or subjects about which you are passionate and would like to share with us today?
1: Yes, so um, as I mentioned before, um, thank you for that question, I really appreciate it. Um, as I mem- mentioned before, I am a descendant of Indian indenture, so I belong to a population of Indians who were taken from India to the Caribbean and other places. Um, around the world to to be um, replacement labor after the emancip- emancipation of slavery to work on sugar plantations. We were bodies, you know. We were we were uh, you know property for other people, um, and we get erased in history. and And so um, I'm really passionate about bringing awareness to my community and saying we are here. And we matter. Um, we get so we are. I live in New York City, and and my community is the fifth largest immigrant population in New York City. And we have absolutely no representation, no uh, in government, no services catered to us. And that is why I became a social worker, a therapist, to provide those services to our community. And one of the organizations I work with, Jahaji Sisters. Um, they work with our community members to fill that gap and and our mission is to end gender-based violence and violence against anyone we are descended from a legacy of violence unfortunately because our ancestors survived and there is a there there is alcoholism that leads to violence and uh, especially against women and children and gender non-conforming people and so we really we really work to uh educate people and and support survivors of domestic violence sexual abuse and, and and really say to you know the united states and new york city and wherever we live we're, we're pockets where we live to say we are here and we deserve to be seen and we, we deserve to be cared for and those, those that's part of my work um as well and and i really just want to constantly no matter what i do i just want to uplift my people my community and, and shine a light on us, a positive light for us for once, because we have been through so much hardship and to have it glossed over or shunted aside and you know, um, and being told that, that we don't matter, I really want to just shine a light and teach people about us and say that, you know, we matter and I and I always just want to encourage people to learn about us. You know, I, I grew up learning in history books about everybody else's culture except mine and and i know i could you know i i used to be in a high school drum corps and we marched in every cultural parade the greek parade you know the st patrick's day parade down fifth avenue in manhattan like i was you know i was like an honorary irish you know um and 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 then it was like but what about my culture what about my people and so whatever i do i just want to uplift my community and and the issues that we struggle with and say that we're here and we deserve to be seen and cared for and we need services and we need support and, and, you know, I, I just want to continually just do that no matter what I do. And I think being able to do Bollywood Bev and infuse my love of all the things I'm passionate about with my culture and, and just be like a visual like representation of where I come from, um, you know, that was part of it, too, to embrace my my heritage, because that was something I tried to hide in college and, and just be somebody else. And it was like, why was I doing that? I should just like, you know, be me. and. And so I think that that is the cause near and dear to my heart, it's, it's very personal and, and no matter what I do, anything that I do um, always goes back to my community of Indo-Caribbean people and descendants of an Indian indenture. I just want to uplift us and say that I see you, I love you, I'm here for you, and the world is going to know about us. We deserve to be acknowledged and, and lauded for our tenacity and our survival. and and our beauty, we are a beautiful people and I just want people to know about us and and see us. And, um, you know, uh, and and I just, everything that I do is for my community and my people. I just have so much love for us. And yeah, I just, I'm grateful for this opportunity to be on this platform to just share about it and talk about it. Um, It's really, I'm really so grateful. And I think just being able to do so in a Star Trek space with community members and fellow Trekkies um what a perfect place to do that where it can be accepted and acknowledged you know um because there are not a lot of spaces like that and i think what the two of you do along with your other co hosts is so wonderful um and i'm really truly grateful and humbled so thank you so much you are amazing um thank you
0: i i think it is we who are now humbled
2: oh yeah no
0: 100 i uh,
2: we are very humbled by that thank you
0: that's so sweet (laughs) i i I just wanted to remark um you mentioned you got into bollywood bev because you were looking around trying to see more of you in the fandom and you, Mm -hmm. you didn't see that so you're just like i'm gonna do it yeah and then you went and mentioned that in your community there's not a whole lot of government representation so are you thinking about doing it
1: uh, you know i' heard the idea like you know maybe I'll run for small but I, I don't think I'm there yet I'm just very invested in my um, social work my therapy work but you know who's to say you know I have this big dream of um i, I come from um Guyana I was born in Guyana in South America and I, I i all i i would love to go back and, and serve my community there as well you know um there's so much need that is there and I want to be able to take the opportunities and all the skills that i've Gained here in the US to to my people back there and help them as well and um, when I found out when I was a you know younger um, that I could not be president of the US because I was not born here I was like well I'm gonna be president of Guyana and I have this like goal you know if if it doesn't happen in the US I'm gonna go serve my people back home and and, and be somebody who can who can lift them up and, and elevate them you know and improve their quality of life so if not in New York, then I, you know, I have these big dreams of becoming president, Madam President of Guyana. <laughs> so we will see. Um, you know, anything is possible. I, where I am now, is not where I envisioned myself where I first, when I first started the Star Trek, and it is because of Star Trek that I am where I am now. And who's to say what's to come? And I just continually just try to boldly go and and pursue whatever it is my heart is calling me to, and we will see what happens. You know and i have a pretty good habit of making my dreams come true so you know if i really manifest it i'll get it done so we will see <laughs> we will see let's go I, women
0: yeah let's go women <laughs> your 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 optimism your positivity and your your can do gonna get it done attitude i have no doubt that wherever you decide to implement yourself and and the the passion that you have you're going to be successful to a degree that I don't think any of us can imagine right now. So you know, come back when you're rich and famous, and we'll do a follow-up interview.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, and I, I hope to continue connecting with you both, and and just you know, building community. I, I, it is it is such a it is such a special thing to reconnect with fellow trekkies. Um, I pulled away for a while because it was just there there was a lot of toxicity at one point, and I pulled away. And I felt like, oh, there's no space for me, you know? And I, and I just feel so warmly welcomed back into Star Trek and the community. Um, and I, I, I feel like this is not a coincidence. Like, you were brought into my life by the stars. This is divinely timed and divinely planned. And I'm just so, so grateful to meet both of you and just to be able to talk today. And, and I just feel this love, you know, just this love for, for our community of, of fellow Trekkies and everything Star Trek. So thank you again so much
2: you're more
0: than welcome so
2: great yeah thank you so much for for coming on this has been awesome um yeah i definitely i'm feeling the love today
0: (laughs) i'm feeling the positivity that's awesome yeah we absolutely would love for you to come back on in any capacity whether we're talking about your your ongoing pursuits um but we also have star trek lower decks is coming back out and Mm -hmm. we absolutely are going to love to watch that and maybe get some takes on it um and, and Picard uh, Season 3. Picard Season 3, <laughs> Strange New World Season 2. I mean, there's so much Trek that's happening right now. Um, there's absolutely going to be spaces made uh, to, to enjoy the company of, of more people in this fandom. And we're so glad to have met you, to have shared um, this, uh, this episode with you, to celebrate you, uh, and all of your uh, forthcoming successes, Absolutely. Um, can you tell or our Miranda. audience? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Can you tell our audience uh, where they can find you online if they want to celebrate you further?
1: Yes. Um, so on Twitter and on Instagram, I am at Mira M I R A underscore B A I I Mira by. Um, and yeah, feel free to follow. Um, I'm, I'm so happy to like connect with other Trekkies. Um, ever since I made that tweet, people have been following me. I'm like, Oh gosh. Okay. But I'm embracing it. And I, you know, I, I look forward to coming back to cons. Um, I can't do it this summer. I'm, I'm going back to visit um, family in Guyana actually, but I hope that I can, you know, connect with both of you at cons and whoever else, if you see me in a Bollywood Bev costume, come up and say, hi, I would love that. I would love that. Uh, and, and I really do hope we get to connect in person at a con sometime, you know, I'm planning on it. I'm planning on making my return to cons, so will see.
0: I'm looking forward to uh, Mission Portland next year mission seattle is it seattle see, yeah, that's,
1: Seattle.
0: That's, i'm i'm also going better. to seattle
2: that's so. better wait yeah. are you going to seattle
0: i mean i could go i might be going to seattle i'm not sure like wait, i got i just gotta, gotta see <laughs> yeah right just apply and we'll just be like oh we're news professionals <laughs>
2: Exactly. Oh, we are pressed. Yes. Yes, exactly. We have totally normal reactions to we'll Star Trek and we are pressed. Reach out
0: reach out to everybody, be like, Beyond Trek got press credentials, who wants in?
2: Arrest, stop. <laughs> no, they'll never give it to us, Dad. No,
0: they never will. No. No. We
2: gotta try. Uh,
0: Suzanne, <laughs> where uh, where can the people find you?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Captain Janeway. The first A is an X, uh, which I will eventually change, but that day is not today. <laughs>
0: C X P T A I N? Yes. yes. Yep, yep. I'm Dag. You can find me on Twitter at Trek Nexus. The podcast is at Beyond Trek Pod. And uh, I think that's all the cool stuff there. Uh, Miranda, again, you have been exquisite. Uh, I, I can't wait to have you on the show again and uh, for all the audience who is uh, who's with us today thank you for going boldly with Beyond Trek podcast hey everybody I just wanted to give a quick shout out to our patreon and anchor supporters to s Tam and Nora Hickson thank you so much for being a part of beyond Trek podcast
2: we are beyond Trek podcast Lower your inhibitions and surrender your years. We will add inspirational and hilarious trip content to your day. Your attention will adapt to subscribe to us.
1: Resistance is futile.